I want one. You want one. We all want one. But what does it take to get one? Today, we're talking about miracles. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Kingdom Speak, this special miracle edition. Yes. This is what everybody's been waiting for. We've held off. We had this one in the bag for a while. We've held off. (laughs) So wherever you are, pull over your car, turn your wipers on, flash your headlights, turn the radio up, and you are ready for a miracle. For a miracle. It's special. We have this water that we have in little vials that has been brought from the wells of Bethlehem, Mm. and it it has special, special powers. Even, Even... covid killing power yes yes so so it's great and it can be purchased oh for <laughs> yeah no clickbait here uploading to the website now yes yes well has anybody seen that headline speaking of that i have of the jim baker i believe that is trying to continue yes, his I fight saw, so that I he can continue them. selling his covid killing <laughs> concoction the best kept secret. You wait till he listens to this podcast. I hate to break it to you, but I don't think he listens to us. So he doesn't. <laughs> so let's dial it in for a few minutes today and talk about miracles. Yes, everybody would want one for sure. I want one. I want a few. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when we talk about this, I think of this episode in preparation for the content today. It's kind of like a billboard you're driving by in your car. And it says, you know, purchase purchase a new tractor for $13. And then, you know, there's conditions apply. And fine yeah. Print. Or like XM radio. When yep. you're hearing it. Yep. And then all of a sudden the guy says, and this can only be person in this state. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from Canada, sorry. You know? It's, <laughs> uh, yes. So let's jump right into a familiar story. We might as well go. Let's go to a big miracle to start out. Yes. In the Bible. Because we, kingdom speak, we probably should talk about the Bible. Yes. Um, 5,000. Jesus fed 5,000. That's the billboard. That's the billboard. Right. And to, to, to make it a little grander, that's mm. only men. True. That's not True. women nor True. children. True. So, yeah. Yeah, probably one of the more noted miracles. Yeah. So... Talk to us about the fine print of it. So, indeed, there is fine print, mm-hmm. and um, we appreciate everybody joining for their miracle. Here comes your medicine. This is where they jump off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, there's there's a there's a principle I believe that is revealed mm-hmm. in this principle and our principle revealed in this in this illustration that that we have that is found in. Uh, Luke chapter nine, mm-hmm. where everyone is coming to hear Jesus teach, they're coming to that desert um, setting, mm. wilderness setting. He has been teaching all day. The day is waning. The sun is setting, and people are now getting hungry. And I find it really interesting that it is the disciples that come to Jesus and let him know, hey. 
we could have a problem here. Yeah. It, it's great to have 5,000 happy people, yeah. but 5,000 hungry people yeah. when there's no restaurants, no bakeries, no, no food sourcing available. What are we going to do? It's a leadership group coming in and saying, we foresee a problem in the near yeah. future. Yeah. They came to hear you. And I suppose so, they were hungry as well. Well, there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So let's get on it, right? So it is in that in that setting that that Jesus introduces what really we are here to talk about today, and that is how submission mm-hmm. relates to the miraculous. Everybody wants a miracle. Yeah. But we are we are living in a society that detest, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure humanism is humanism, and humanity is humanity, wherever you find it. Mm-hmm. We detest submission. It, it, it goes against our independence. Right. And so, so I find it interesting that Jesus would look at them, and we'll break this down farther in a moment, but tell them, if you want this miracle, this is what you have to do. You have to sit down. You have to be in groups of 50. Um. It, it, that, that was the fine print, mm. as it were, for them to receive that miracle. And so, interestingly enough, everybody wants miracles, but nobody wants to submit, or, yeah. or it's more rare mm-hmm. oh, for, for sure. yeah. us to find that willingness to submit. Well, it's looked at as weakness. Right. Right, you know. Right. And submission is not weakness. Mm-hmm. Submission is not weakness. So... Uh, in fact, in this case, we're realizing that it's the key. Submission, Submission was supper. is the key. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So uh, to get what you covet, sometimes you have to go through what you detest. Oof. And that is mm. you have to submit to get that miracle at times. And so that flies, that flies in the face of uh, a lot of the... Of the Developed world's approach. There's nobody going to tell me what to do. Who is that? I've heard man? that a time or two. Yeah, I find this interesting, though, especially having this discussion in these times. That there's no man going to tell me what to do, mm-hmm. and the whole world right now mm-hmm. is listening to men tell them what to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Stay in your house. Mm. Don't go see your mom. You can't go to the hospital. You can't go to the old folks' home. You can't, you can't. Men that they don't know, men and women that they don't know, but in the position of authority that they hold, we are submitting to them. So I guess... It's really a false premise. It is a false premise. But it really, really flies in the face of the church. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you go down to that church where someone's going to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Failing to realize that there is biblical precedent, that submission unlocks the miraculous power of God. Yeah, very good. So let's get into um, one of the specific things that you mentioned. Um, So a couple things we want to break down. First, the 50 thing. So Jesus says to these people, you need to sit down, and he tells his leadership group, Get out there and break them down into groups of 50. 
So right. if there's 5,000 men, that's a lot of groups. That's a lot of groups. That's a lot. And, and, and really, and this is, this is where submission is really tested. What relationship does sitting down have with bread breaking? Mm-hmm. What relationship does groups of 50 have with bread breaking? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and not only that, I think it makes it worse when it's the disciples. So picture this. You are on one of the remote hills, and here comes absolutely little-known disciple absolutely. Randy. <laughs> and he says, Derek, you're in 51. You can't sit with Ali. you got to go sit over there. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just well, a sec. Well, take it. Let's, let's add another Another level, one of the other synoptic gospel renderings of this account is that not only were they broke up into groups of 50, mm. but they were broke up by rank. <laughs> How long did it take? You, you, you've, you've adequately said, this wasn't Jesus walking through the crowd saying, no. do you know what, folks, would you please move? Esteemed rabbi telling everyone. Right. He was who they had come to hear. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was Peter. Mm-hmm. It was James. It was John. It was Bartholomew. It was it was it was these tax collectors, fishermen, that i.e. maybe they maybe the group had never heard of before, or if they had heard of them before, they probably didn't have the level of respect, trust, confidence Definitely. in them that they had in Jesus. But Jesus pulls the disciples aside. This is how the miracle is going to unroll. This mm-hmm. is how we unpack it. Mm-hmm. Now you go tell the people sit in groups of 50. What relationship does this have with me getting a miracle? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, earlier this summer, we were in Quebec City. I this, guess this last summer? summer. I was going to say, we me. haven't had a summer in a while. Yeah. If you could only see outside right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had to shovel our way to church yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much for spring. Last summer, when we could even do things like travel, we went to Quebec, mm-hmm. and we were enjoying a day um, with my family, and there was this outdoor acrobatic show that they had set up, and the, the venue was great. It was a free show. Mm-hmm. And, man, the people started piling in. There was these bleachers, and they're, they're set there. And so my wife and son and I are on the front row of the bleachers. Then there's a space, and then there's the main main level seating. And just prior to the show, man, people start packing in there. And when they are coming in, there's no place to sit. So they begin standing between that front lo- that front row that where we're sitting and the main level. As they are as they're standing in there, obviously they are obstructing the view. Yeah. And so I have my son sitting there, and he's like, "Dad, I I, I can't see." And so I look at him and I say, "Well, stand up." <laughs> if you can't see, Join stand the up. The moment that he stands up, the person behind him goes, "Hey, sit down." And so the 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 the, the trickle down effect—you can't help but wonder if there wasn't little clusters of that. Mm. And I know that we're kind of making this premise off the silence of Scripture, but it makes you wonder if there wasn't. Just, just little pockets of resistance as they went through the crowd. Why do we have to sit down? If he's going to feed us and it's going to be miraculous, mm. 
Why can't he do it when I'm standing up? Why can't he do it when I'm with this group? Why do I have to be here behind him? He claims that his rank is worth more than mine. You can see the oh, chaos it would be spinning out of that would ensue from this. But Jesus is establishing something here. Miracul miracles, miraculous intervention takes place inside of structure. Order, mm. delegated authority mm. plays a key role into unlocking the miraculous power of God. And so we can see in verse 16 of Luke chapter 9 that it is not until he gets them all sat down by groups of 50 that then he takes the bread mm. and he begins breaking it and mm. multiplying mm. it. Does it make a difference whether mm. we're sitting down or standing up? Not to the miracle worker besides the fact that he said, if you want the miracle, mm. sit down. That's right. Sit down. It's like, it's the rest of the story. It's not the story of Jesus telling maybe 10,000 people to sit down. You know, it's the, the fine details around feeding everyone that gets all the attention. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So let's bring it home. Let's bring it to the home for a minute. And, you know, miracles, you know, I'm sure we have listeners who want miracles in their home. How, you know, does it just work in the crowds? Does it just work at church? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think that uh, we can see this same pattern being presented in Scripture and if applied, working in the home just as well mm -hmm. as it does within the church setting. And that can be found in the account in Luke chapter 6 mm -hmm. of Jesus saying to his disciples, why, why are you calling me Lord if you're not going to do the things that I say? Right. If, if I'm going to be Lord, then you've got to submit to what I'm saying. And then he gives a parabolic example of a man that mm. builds his house on a rock or a man that builds his house on sand. The, differ the differentiation between the two is that one man done that which he heard. He heard it and he did it. Mm -hmm. He submitted to what he heard. And that man is likened unto a man who builds his house upon a rock stability it's everything it is and that man's house now here's here's the interesting thing the man who who hears and 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 does and does it hears and does it okay he builds a house the man that only hears and does not do it builds mm -hmm. a house on sunny days the house looked the same mm -hmm. on sunny days you don't you don't critique the foundation. Right. But it takes a storm mm. to reveal whether or not that man is submitted. So true submission will help you build a safe house. Mm. But it doesn't reveal itself on sunny days. It reveals right. itself when floods are coming. Yeah, the stress test. When winds are being blown. And so... You know this this may this may um, this may fly in the face 
and 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 maybe run the risk of infuriating the feminist movement. Mm-hmm. But guess what? There is a structure to the home. Yes. And and it is laid out clearly by Paul when he's writing his letter to the to the church um, and, and, and his Colossians letter mm-hmm. to the church, to Colosseum. He says, wives, mm-hmm. submit yourselves unto your own husband. And that's it. That's the podcast. Yes. Thanks for joining us today. Yes. <laughs> you chicken. <laughs> yeah, don't go to the next part. Yeah. All right. Husbands, yep. love your wives. Mm-hmm. These things hold themselves in polarity. Definitely. There's balance. Children, Submit yourselves unto your parents. Mm-hmm. But then he turns around and says, Fathers, don't provoke mm-hmm. your children to wrath. Again, held in polarity, structure, stability, flood proofing the home. Yeah. Yeah. All right? Exactly. Storm the proofing the home. And so he even takes it down to servants. Mm-hmm. Obey them. Obey them. Your masters. Obey them. Submit yourselves to them. So we can look at a at, at a at a young man that walks across the stage, gets his diploma. Mm-hmm. He's in love with God, serving God, been a Bible quizzer, quotes scriptures, mm-hmm. living on fire for God. And we can say, man, what a miracle. Yeah. And really, it is. But it is not the act of a moment. It is rather the act of submission week after week, day after day, year after year, where the structure of that home life. So I, I, I'd like to use this almost, this, this analogy of, of a school bus. Mm-hmm. So you, you've got a school bus, and there's only one steering wheel mm. on that school bus. That's right. There's a reason why everybody doesn't have a steering wheel on the bus. Mm-hmm. You can make the argument that I'm in grade seven. I know how to get to the school. Go ahead. How come I don't have a steering wheel at my seat? Mm-hmm. Listen, if everybody has the same, if everybody can veto the decision of everybody else and nobody's leading it, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we get nowhere. There's no progress there's direction becomes uh, uh, an argument. It quickly right. it quickly devolves into into chaos. And so I understand that you're in grade seven, mm-hmm. but the only thing you get on here is a seat. Yeah. And if you don't like where the bus is going, <laughs> get on the, get on another bus. <laughs> Everybody doesn't get a steering wheel in life. Yeah. And so it is. It's this. It's this submission. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let let's let, let me let me bring a, a scripture into this that that may help provide some additional context. Hebrews thirteen says, "Obey them mm-hmm. that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, mm-hmm. for that is unprofitable for you." When you look at obey them and submit, and really mm-hmm. there's there's the, the, the perimeters of this podcast are too tight to have Definitely. have this discussion mm-hmm. in in the depth that that it merits. But I want you to notice something. 
That word obey there, whenever Paul is using that, he uses it this way when he's writing to the Philippian church, okay? It, whoever you think is writing Hebrews, I believe Paul at least had a part to play in it. Then, then when he is writing that, whenever he interprets that word obey in other places in Scripture, he is interpreting it as have confidence in, mm-hmm. trust. So when you read that from this vantage point, oh, sure changes it. trust them that have the rule over you. Yeah. Have confidence in them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves to them. The writer here is not asking for blind obedience. Right, right. He is not asking for that. Rather, he is asking for, I want a confident submission. I want you to trust me. And whenever there is an erosion of trust, Mm -hmm. In that position of leadership, whether it be the father, whether it be the husband, whether it be the master, whether it be the pastor, whenever there is that erosion of trust, then it becomes that much more difficult to submit. Definitely, definitely. It it really puts the impetus on those in leadership to earn trust. You can't demand trust. Yeah, which is probably another entire podcast. Trust has to be earned. So that throws out the authoritarian, you know, model of oh, everybody around me does what I say. Absolutely. You, you've got to, absolutely. You've got to be a leader that earns trust. Absolutely. That totally undermines. Well, he's just a dictator, and mm. they are non-thinkers, right. because that is what that's what they try to put submitted people into the non-thinking right. category. Right. When really. Their submission mm. is to someone they trust. Definitely. It's like the boss coming into the work site and saying, I'm the boss here. Well, the, the there's an inverse relationship between the amount of times you have to say that yes. and the amount of trust you earn. Absolutely. And the more times you have to say that, then everybody says, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before, whatever, whatever. Right. <laughs> and I think in moments like this, this the COVID crisis mm-hmm. um, that we are in has presented... Mm-hmm. It's, it's presented a unique position for the church mm-hmm. in that many of the flocks around the country, around the world, have been separated at least by distance yes. from that leader that they trust. Mm-hmm. They don't have that interaction anymore. And so I think it's important that we say this mm-hmm. here, that we may even have someone listening to this podcast that you, you're, you're, I'm not your pastor. You go to someone else's church. You're not a, you're not a world pastor? I am not a world <laughs> pastor. We have got, the apostolic movement has been blessed with some, in my opinion, of the best preachers. Mm, agree. The best preachers. There are many inspiring voices mm-hmm. that, that, you can, that you can open yourself up to. Yes. But boy, as a word of caution, you better not put that on the level of the voice of the man of God in your life. There's many voices, mm. but there's only one pastor that you have. And mm. so you may find yourself being inspired by a number of voices throughout these unprecedented times, mm. but you better get direction from one voice. And that is the voice of the man of God that God has put in your life. Mm. That is the voice of the man that you trust. 
Definitely. And that is a voice that you submit to. So good. So good. So you really seem to be making the point that miracles are all about submission. They are. Deliverance is. You know, we all want to say, just resist the devil. Yeah, that's a good one. And he will flee from you. Yeah. Totally jumping over the first portion of that, which is submit yourselves unto ah, God. Ah. <laughs> submit to God and resist the devil. My my um my my strict suggestion <laughs> today would be don't try resisting <laughs> the devil if you're not submitted to God. The devil's not scared of any one of us. Well, I thought greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, great point. It's because you're submitted to God. He. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so the devil the devil doesn't shake and quake when he sees me coming, mm. unless I am submitted to God. The devil doesn't fear Daniel McKillop, mm. but he fears who Daniel McKillop is submitted to. Mm. And so it is who I am submitted to that invokes the fear into yep. the devil mm -hmm. he shakes and trembles because he understands there is one god and when a believer submits mm -hmm. to that one god mm -hmm. it unleashes supernatural miraculous power mm -hmm. that sends the devil running so if it invokes the fear in the devil then it invokes the power of the man saying i'm a man under authority Absolutely, and we see that with and, the centurion. And the ears of Jesus perk up, and he says, wow. That's exactly this, right. This is a unique situation right now. <laughs> what does Jesus say? I've yeah. never seen faith yeah, like this exactly. before. Yeah. Just speak the word. Yeah, I'm a man that is under authority, mm -hmm. which is huge. That lets you know that he understood authority. He didn't just say, I'm a man that has authority. Mm -hmm. I say to this one, go, and he goes, this one, come, and he comes. He said, I am a man that is under authority. And I say to this one, go. You don't want to be submitted to a man that doesn't understand what it means to be under mm. authority. And it says Jesus marveled. He marveled at that. Right. Where and the miracle happened for that man mm -hmm. just by the word spoken, his submission to that. So it was a special level of miracle, not even Jesus laying his hands on them. It was... It was a unique. Right. It was a long distance miracle. So I challenge you. I challenge you today um, to start working your way through hmm. the word of God and find the amount of miracles that happened mm -hmm. that did not require mm -hmm. the recipient of the miracle to do mm -hmm. something. Yeah. To yeah. do something. So Naaman is a leper. He's a man that is in a position of power, authority. He has, he has wealth, opulence, servants, but he's a leper. He's in need of a miracle. And his, his servant says, if you'll get to my man of God, there's a miracle waiting for you. So he wasn't coming expecting something for nothing. He was coming ready to purchase, if you will, yeah. his miracle. Yep. Because everybody that, that operates in the structure of authority understands there's a price for everything. Definitely. But he misappropriated mm -hmm. how this was all going to unravel. He pulls into the yard of the prophet, fully expecting the prophet to come out, we find out later, and for wave sure, his yeah. hand yeah, over him. Right. 
and pronounce him healed. Mm -hmm. And the prophet doesn't even step out of the house. The prophet simply sends his servant out. It's the classic case of Jesus saying, Peter, go tell him to sit in groups of 50. Yep. John, tell him to sit by rank. Mm -hmm. Thomas, tell them. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same example of this. Just go tell him mm. to dip in the Jordan River seven times, and he'll get his miracle. And Naaman says, who are you? Exactly. <laughs> are you a prophet? <laughs> no, I'm just the servant of a prophet. Yeah. Is that what he really told you to tell me? <laughs> exactly. And then Naaman also looks at those in his entourage and says, man, I've got better rivers than Jordan. Mm. If I'm going to dip in a river... I'm going back to dipping one of my own. And somebody got his ear that said, um, Your Honor, maybe we should just give submission a try. Mm -hmm. What have we got to lose? Thank God for servants that are willing to speak mm. to power that way and say, why, why don't you try submitting to what he says? That's something that I would love to see on a divine replay. Mm. But I can see them scouring the area for the most obscure <laughs> position on a Jordan bank. The entourage. And then they go, here it is, sir. Let's try it. I'll hold your royal garments. It's like, oh, man, I hope nobody sees this. Yeah. And he descends into the Jordan River. And this is where the cheerleader in me comes alive as I'm reading Scripture. Because at that moment, mm. I'm going, come on, Naaman. Mm. keep dipping mm. and he dips once mm. and 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 there's no change twice three times and i'm i'm standing at this point saying you're almost there yep. our vantage point screams your submission is going to pay off don't stop too soon mm. and when he breaks the surface that seventh time his flesh is restored to that like which it was when he was a baby he got his miracle because he submitted wow because he submitted jesus miracles started the same way definitely his entire miraculous ministry started because mary looked at those servants and said look we need wine so whatever he tells you to do whatever do it mm -hmm. jesus says go get water what does water have to do with wine? Think of the level of submission on on every on every dimension here. Mm -hmm. Somebody is having to submit without understanding. What does water have to do with wine? I mean, we can make the argument from our position. Mm. These are expert caterers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Somebody that was a servant to that governor went mm -hmm. and took water out of a water pot and put it in a goblet knowing that there was a governor waiting for wine and said, I have enough faith and enough submission that I will take a goblet of water to a governor, mm -hmm. trusting that something's going to happen. Hmm. And that level of submission unleashed the miraculous power of God. Ten lepers... Go show yourself to the priest. Mm -hmm. If I would have been in their position, do you know what I'd have been looking for? The Jordan River. I'd have been looking back at precedent and saying, yeah, he, right. healed, he healed Naaman. I'm going go to the, go to the Jordan River mm -hmm. and dip seven times. What we've got to understand is God is God. Mm -hmm. 
He is the final authority. He is the miracle worker. He can do it however he wants to do it. We've just got to submit to him, even when it doesn't make sense. I'm telling you from the position of a pastor, there are times that God asks us to deliver messages that seem seemingly there's no correlation mm-hmm. between what we're requiring and what we're expecting. Mm-hmm. No correlation. Absolutely none. Get water and receive wine. Right. Walk mm-hmm. to a pool, wash your face, mm-hmm. and your eyes will be open. Seemingly no correlation whatsoever. Sit down and the bread will begin to be multiplied. Mm-hmm. But I'm just telling you that if you'll do it, the miracle will happen. So, you want a miracle? Sit down. In groups of 50. Do what the delegated authority says. Hmm. And get ready, because it's going to happen. So there you heard it. You can turn your wipers off. Turn your radio down. Pull the car back onto the highway. You've just heard how to get your miracle. Thanks for joining us today on Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. We want to invite you to subscribe if you haven't. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, and about 10,000 other places, it seems, at this point, uh, including our Family Worship Center YouTube channel, So wherever you are listening to us, wherever you have found us, go ahead and subscribe, and there will be more content on the way. Thanks again for joining us today on Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop.